0: And welcome to KC360's podcast on navigating college admissions. I'm Christy, your host, and during our time together, we'll cover college admission tips and tricks to help your college search be a success. Today's episode is an adaptation from a webinar I did with my mom, Dr. Kathy Steele. She is a licensed counselor and is fantastic and just has a lot of insight related to emotional readiness and so our short time today will be sort of a mini version of that webinar and indicators that your student is ready to launch or preparing them in an emotionally healthy way for launch. As we know, senior year can be stressful, not just for the students, but also for you. There's a lot of last-time experiences, sports, social events, family stuff, and that doesn't matter where you live in the world, that's just part of, you know, that next chapter. And there can be, occasionally, concerns or fears about the unknown, especially if your student hasn't decided what they're going to do or where they will be, um, what type of support the family would be able to give from afar, what type of support they would have, where they're going to end up, what they're doing with their holidays, um, if a student doesn't know what they want to major in. Uh, A lot of families at this point, but especially before May 1, the National Decision Day in North America, are considering a gap year between high school and college, and it could be that your family is looking at that as an option. There's a great episode on gap year um, a few episodes back. And if you haven't had time or haven't had time to listen or, you know, don't have time to listen to that, a gap year is a year that a student can take off between high school and college. The most important thing is that it has some structure and intentionality and strategic intention about it. And it can have college credit with it. It can have a structured program. You could take a gap year off to work for college, but whatever your strategy is for your gap year. It's just really important that there is one. A gap year is not an opportunity to play video games (laughs) and take some time off and just take a year break. No institution or employer, whether you end up at a college or whether you try to get employment, no employer is impressed with someone that doesn't do anything for a year. So make sure that you really have some intentionality about that time, and if you, you know, are up to doing a few college credit hours, then I highly encourage that. There are several programs that still have openings that I think would be good options, so you can look into those. So that's a big component, you know, in these last few months of your senior year, what you're going to do, where you're going to end up, and I think one of the most important considerations for TCKs is seeing the world in a different way, and that's something that as a global citizen, you typically have as a family that lives abroad, and when you have that opportunity to do it in a gap year, either in, you know, a different part of the world or in the area of the world that you're at, it just continues to expand your global citizenship and really continue to benefit your global perspective, and a lot of TCKs already have this, but I think even gap years that have this type of thing just broaden their perspective even more. No, you aren't navigating alone. If this episode helped you, know there's more resources on the website. Financial planning, pathway planner, a career assessment, college essay course, consultation, the monthly navigator series, and even virtual college fairs. All these resources are curated just for you. Head down to the show notes for more links and more information. A lot of families who have a student that's grown up abroad may be more concerned about maturity or emotional health of your student and so we're going to talk through some guidelines or signals to consider as you make decisions about taking a year after graduation or before starting college this august because it will be here soon according to a large student experience survey more students fail university due to the lack of emotional stability and health than any other reason so let me just say that again According to a large student experience survey, more students fail university due to lack of emotional stability and health than any other reason. And so, for me, this is one of those reasons why we talk a lot about support systems in place for your student and how important that is, because what you don't want is for them not to be able to stick around because they don't have the support that they need. And I'm not talking about financial support, although that's a component of it, but emotional support. An example, John just dropped out of his second semester in university. He was failing his classes the second semester and had followed a typical spiral downward that a lot of college students have who really are struggling in emotional capacity. They have anxiety about classes and relationships, and usually this downward spiral begins by staying up late, then they're unable to get up and go to class, and then it just spirals from there. Students feel pressure to belong, and they're separated from their family, and they may give in to peer pressure while you're not there, and this is one of those great reasons to help your young adult at home really become a young adult, and that's another podcast episode that we'll go over, but when you're in college, or even if you're working, it doesn't take much time to fall behind in your assignments or to, you know, become discouraged because you can't get up because you're exhausted, and then coinciding with that, a student can feel a lot of shame and they're embarrassed to talk to their parents about failing or that they're not able to go to class. And another component of this is that a lot of times students aren't eating well. So you've got a lot of issues there that suddenly crop up that begin this spiral down. So let's talk about the warning signals that a high school senior or a graduate may or may not have to be ready to leave home and begin college. And if some of these come up, then it might warrant praying through a graph ear or leaning towards that if it's something you're already considering. The first one is lack of emotional stability. Does your student have the ability to get through an emotional impact experience and within, you know, 24, 72 hours begin to regain stability and clarity of thought? Not acting out their emotions, crying, excessive sleeping, you know, down, upset, angry, lashing out at others. Some examples of these situations to gauge their emotional impact is how does my high school senior manage a relational breakup? Or it could be with a friend or with somebody they're actually dating, but just, you know, some sort of relational fracture, Um, failing a test, fear of disappointing you or someone else, homesickness. Um, And this is a, a big one, unmet expectations, relational or events don't happen the way they expected trips are canceled, things don't happen, not being chosen for an extracurricular activity or job or internship for leadership. And so when you think about those things, how does my senior manage these disappointments? Are they able to sort of bounce back again within 72 hours or less? The second thing is a lack of competency in life skills. There's a great episode a few back about soft skills and life skills and adulting. Um, Some examples of this are managing money, are they able to say no to spending on self? Do they know what their budget is? They really need to understand what a budget is and how to use that wisely. And then recognizing their own limitations, do they know when to ask for help and to have the courage to ask for help? And recognizing I don't have the money to, or I don't feel well, I need to go to the doctor. Or, I really need to get more sleep. I can't stay up late and study tonight. And then actually acting on those things. Another couple examples are the ability to take initiative to resolve problems. Uh, Such as, I need to change my class schedule to make this work and acting on it. I need to talk to my professor about not understanding this math problem or this assignment and acting on it. And then again, you know, I'm not feeling well. I just don't feel myself. Um, Maybe I just need to talk to someone, go to the counselor, my throat hurts, I need to go to the doctor, that kind of thing. Self-care, recognizing being able to make wise decisions about sleeping and diet and exercise and personal needs. The antithesis of this is staying up late, missing class, getting behind on assignments. You know, those tend to move towards hopelessness, depression, um, which is really problematic.